Good afternoon, uh, everyone. Your host, Chris Berryman, here for the Bringing Humanity Back Into Business show. Uh, Thursday edition. Uh, just wanted to say thank you again for all your support and your listenership and subscribing and sharing the podcast with either your LinkedIn connections and beyond or subscribing on Google or Stitcher or Pocket Cast. And I want to thank you. The show wouldn't be where it is today without your support. So let's drop right into it. Today's topic is going to be about labeling and value. It's all actually going to be, I'm combining two episodes into one. Labeling and value. One, why are we labeling people each and every single day in our business environment? Why are we even as applicants and candidates being either labeled as overqualified, underqualified, uh, not enough experience in this or too much experience in that? Why are we doing these things? Well, just to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, I've been still continuing my research into how people in the business realm are doing that exact same thing when it comes to labeling people and how they're actually approaching people on a hiring status. I had an interview today with a company that uh, does party rentals. And I want to say who, who, who the company is. I respect for them. But I'm going to use this as a prime example. I go in, talk to the, the gentleman that, who actually was conducting the interview and everything like that. He even remembered me from even a year ago. And he's like, I remember you, don't you? And I was like, yes, sir. I came and talked to you one year ago today. So how have you been and everything like that? He's like, great, great, great. And the first thing out of his mouth was to me, Chris, I don't know if you probably have heard this or whatever, but the reason why I didn't hire you last time because you were overqualified. Ladies and gentlemen, that proves my point right there. You do not say that to an applicant or a candidate in any which way, shape, or form. Regardless if you think that they're overqualified or underqualified or don't have enough experience, it's great to be honest, but you just don't say that. And and, and I, I went back and, and heard that for a second and thought to my mind, and I was like, I'm going to tell him this. I was like, sir... No disrespect to you or anything like that. But that's why we don't need labeling of people. People who are overqualified or underqualified. To me, you either can do the job or you can't. Simple as that. Everyone should be able to be given a shot for what skills they have, what mindsets they bring, what assets they bring, and also more importantly... If they're able to be willing enough, if they don't know what the role is, to at least be willing to undertake 
to learn the tools of the trade, what needs to be done, and really wanting to know how we, as people, can do what needs to be done. And he was actually taking aback at it. He, he, he kind of paused. He's like, okay. And then we got in, in the further discussion about the, the position and what he was looking for and this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And that was pr- pretty much the end of the interview. But ladies and gentlemen, people who are in HR, recruiting, uh, business owners who actually take on some of the re- responsibilities of actually hiring uh, new people to their staffs and bringing them on. Yes, you can be direct with people. Yes, you can be honest and upfront with people. But right now, we're in a day and age that that's part of our culture mindset that's working technically against us right from the get-go. We don't need to be labeling people, putting people in boxes that we're prejudging them already. Prejudging people starts from a preconception notion that you either have a bias towards them or you don't have enough information to make a truly informed decision. Either one or both, to be honest with you. So why would he say that? To me, I think it's abundantly clear. He thinks I was going to be able to to outperform and outproduce people either more in my age range or because what he saw on paper, he thought, okay, I'm overqualified because I can work at Amazon for 12 hours a day. And for what these guys do, they basically work anywhere from 15 to 16 hours a day with very little, if not any, sleep because depending where they go throughout the whole state of Florida. But to me, that, like I said, that really shoots the whole business in the foot because as people, we don't need to be hearing that. He, and then t- this ties in to the second part of today's episode, adding that value back to that candidate and applicant. Because just like in the John C. Maxwell book that I'm listening to, is A, does the person truly care about me? B, would they be willing to listen to me? And if you don't have one of those or both available to you, you're going to go to the easy path and easy route to not do what be you would think structurally and common sense sound to do. I've been a business owner. I know exactly how to approach things like that. If someone has an opportunity before them and they want to come work for my, my company and everything, 
I would look at their credentials and I ask them, do you feel like you have enough skill sets and mindset and ownership mentality to do what needs to be done? Would you be able to be trainable, coachable, and be able to know the role, to know your role? And that's all what we basically got to do in any business dynamic. We got to give people the opportunity to learn, to get to a point that they are willing to know something they didn't know yesterday. And especially if they're already in a well-established business, the more that you know inside that business what that business in, entails on many different avenues and fronts, you become a better asset to the company because you know more different roles. It's like what my dad said. You're supposed to know nothing about everything, but you need to know everything about nothing. And I looked at him and it's like, why would you do that? And he, 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 and he turned around and said, the reason why I say it that way, because you can't be expected to know everything, because then you come up with nothing, because if you don't remember what needs to be done, then what do you do then? So he said, the best way that I do things is, I say I don't know everything, but I know a, a little bit of some things that leads into everything. And that's what all we got to do. We got to be able to give people an opportunity to learn, not only at their pace sometimes, but be able to reach out and give them an opportunity to be able to be successful. Because if they become successful, then we become successful. And if then if we together become successful, then we, in turn, also helps the clients and customers. And that turns into the mission statement of this program. And, all, and me and my business partner, Jezreel White's company, is our company is focused about, if I help you, you help me, then we help we. So... I want to hear from you business owners, recruiters, HR personnel, people who actually do hiring and onboarding and things of that nature. Would you literally label somebody as underqualified, overqualified? I wouldn't. Because like I said, that goes back to labeling people and prejudging an outcome before you have all the facts, if not also having a bias behind that. And then, like I said, this segues right into my second part of the today's show, adding value. To me, he wasn't adding value to me when he said that. He wasn't making me feel like I was invited enough to come work for him because... He said to me, basically, I'm not good enough to, to work for him. That I was overqualified. I could not be the employee that he would want me to be.
And then he started backtracking and saying, well, I'll tell this to everybody and this, that, and the other. And he started quoting um, a few instances where people were uh, not doing the things that needed to be done anyways. And they were trying to not do their share. But you, you, ladies and gentlemen, you just can't not do that. You cannot basically... I take it this is the way I look at it. You basically shoot yourself in the foot twice. Because now one, you label somebody, and then two, you're not adding the value to make them feel like, hey, I need to come work for you. This is the reason why I need to work for you. And I can't do that. I always want to be, like I say, not only honest up front, but I want to add value to give those people the positive reinforcement, whether it be if they're going to be hired or not, at least to say, hey, we would love to have you here, but the, the position that you're looking for may not be the fit that we're looking for for you right now at this time. There might be something down the road. Who knows? Because you always want to leave that door open, never closed, to somebody. Because the more you keep that door closed and you keep yourself closed off and closed-minded and not being open and, and thinking, how would I like to be treated? Would I like to be treated that way? Because then, you know what, I came back in later in the conversation, I was like, sir, this one, you know what I would do? You know full well that someday, someday you're going to need to have someone to be in your position to do what you're doing and you need someone to know your role until you can be able to do and walk away from this because you are definitely getting up in there. So he told me, he's like, I'm 67 years old. I can't be doing this anymore. Be no way. And I told him, I was like, hey, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> I'm 47. But I told him, I was like, I would love to learn your business and do it well. I could probably run it just as well as you have now, if not better, because I will make sure and help hold people accountable to do what they needed to do because I've been there. I have been a business owner. I know what it takes to do what needs to be done. So I actually, in turn, actually laid that value right back onto him to really make him think, why did I just say that? He's now still coming to me and say, hey, I, I'm still wanting to work for you. If you can find something that would fit my needs and fit what I, I can be able to do for you, who doesn't want to have a chance at, at, at that, that opportunity? For me, as a business owner, I would love to just tell somebody, hey, we may not have this job for you here, but we may have this job for you here. Would you be open to that? Because if you want someone who is willing to work for you, if that means they only work one day a week, Say, hey, I want you to come do this one day a week, and that's all I ask you for, because that's all I can do right now. Then fine, take the one day a week. And to me, as a business owner, I would say, hey, fine, I'll give you the one day a week. Because the more that they show they're willing to do whatever job you ask them to do, at least you have someone who's constantly there, willing to work there, 
always willing to go above and beyond every time when they're at work there. And then next thing you know, it jumps up from two, uh, one day to probably three days. And then after three days, I may end up being full-time at 40 hours a week, five days a week. Then you might put them into a management position. And that's what you got to do. You got to give people opportunities and add that value to people to where you always strive to keep that open dialogue open. And he came back to his, uh, he's like, let me mull this over and let me think about it. And you, you made me, now it got me to thinking a, a lot about this and let's see what we, what we can do. So I told him, I was like, if you could find something that I could do for you in here and do f- f- five days a week, because I told him I was restricted because of the other businesses I was doing, but I'd be love to have an opportunity to do whatever I can for him for what he is able to do for me. And that's what it comes back to also. At least come back to the common ground, meet me halfway mentality. And I truly feel if you can meet people halfway... And let's say, hey, we may not be able to do this now, but maybe in a couple of weeks we can. Fine, not a problem. So the more that's what I'm saying is that is so crucial and critical and really what needs to be done nowadays that we need to have that open and inviting added value to us, regardless if we get the job or not. We got to do that. We just can't have people not able to be at least given that opportunity to to hear there might be something there. And if you if, and if you can't even get to that point, then be honest and say, "Hey, I'm sorry, there's nothing for you here, but I do greatly greatly appreciate your enthusiasm, your your willingness to do whatever needs to be done." That's what the kind of thing we need to do here. But hopefully that would make him think when he goes home tonight, wait a minute, I just had an opportunity to leave my building that I could have had, even though it may not have been the the, 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 the perfect thing for me and not the ideal thing for me, but at least he was willing to work with me and meet me halfway. Because he, because he came at the end of the conversation, he's like, the ideal thing for me is I, I like to have people not have no lives. And that's a, that's what helps me in my business. But then again, that comes back to, to a certain extent, labeling people. Because he well knows, as well as I, that life is going to happen. We all have lives outside of work. We all have things that come up that we can have no control over from our own standpoint the things that we can't control so then again he was going right back to that very standpoint of putting me into that 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 box that well because you can't do this I can't be able to bring you on because of that there was no common ground there but like I said when I said that I'll be willing to do whatever it takes to do something within your business and learn your business well and do it probably if as good, if not better than what you've done, I'd like to have that opportunity. But ladies and gentlemen, two prime examples today that 
in the same interview, you basically shoot yourself twice. I, 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 I can't believe that the guy has done it for so long as he has. And, and that's a compliment to, to him because if he's been doing this the way he has for so many years, then kudos to him. But see, that's not the way you want to bring humanity back into the business, though. You don't want to end up prejudging people, labeling people, don't meet, meet people halfway, don't really connect to them on a human level. Because you got to have that. And then again, comes back to adding that value to people. He wasn't creating enough excitement and enthusiasm to make me want to say, I want to be working for you. But you know what? I took it all in stride, and I actually gave it back. I killed him with kindness. I told him, I said, give me any opportunity here that would be con uh, conducive to my work environment. Because, see, I actually walk dogs not only during the week, but also uh, on weekends. And I told him up front, say, hey, I don't want to end up losing those clients because then that's that's real good money that I get. So, that's, it is what it is. Um, so, you got to take them as they come. And that's the way I look at it. So, uh, I want to hear your thoughts on to all these great points that I brought up today about adding value, labeling people, uh, putting them in boxes, and things of that nature. Because to me... You can't be doing that anymore. You really, truly can't. It is not. Because just like in the book that I'm reading now with with uh, with the audio book that I'm listening to with John C. Maxwell. The great thing that he actually did even at one event. I think it's so poignant to even to the situation today. He said, quote. Everything rises and falls on leadership. And part of having a leadership skills should show that hopefully you can connect with people on a basic human level. Granted, he was, he was totally professional on everything. I, I, I won't knock him from that. But like I said, those two things those two critical things really got to me today. You just don't label somebody and you don't not create the environment to make them want to work for you if you don't add that value back onto them. Because I've never been about labels. I never once. Even in my years of training people at McDonald's, I never would label people. I might say, do you feel better in something different than this? Because I will find their best role. I will find where they are best fitted for them. Because everybody has to be willing and understanding to everyone's gifts and traits and assets they bring to the table. Granted, not all people is going to do that on a business paradigm. Hopefully we'll be more cognizant of that. And hopefully maybe, just maybe, 
with me and the great team of people that we have in our great group of me and Jezreel that we have assembled, they see the value in that. We have to be really cognizant of the fact that the more that we give a hand up versus a hand down will be not only better for them, it will be better for us, but more importantly, it's going to be better for the company and the clients and customers of your service because we're all so interconnected in so many ways that it's not even funny. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to hear your, your thoughts on this about adding value and labeling people from a candidate applicant standpoint or even inside the business already if they're already established employee. Do we need to have labels at all? I say no. And we should always add value no matter if we don't hire somebody or if we do. Or even if we have someone already established into our, into our business uh, dynamic and work for us day to day. All right, everyone. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your listenership and your subscribing ship. And uh, I will see you on the next episode of the Bringing Humanity Back into the Business Show here on Anchor and other podcast channels for you to subscribe and listen to. Thank you for your time, ladies and gentlemen, and you have a great and terrific Thursday.